0: Human language works on the principle that we can at least agree on what words mean and what they don't. Hi, this is Phil Gursky, President and CEO of Borealis Threat and Risk Consulting in Russell, Canada, and you're listening to Quick Hits. Some of you may know that in a former life, not in the kind of, you know, reincarnation kind of way, I didn't, you know, I wasn't like a bed bug in the 16th century or something, at least not to the best of my knowledge. I used to be a linguist and linguist in both senses of what people mean when they say linguist. I was a multilingual analyst for Communication Security Establishment. Uh, it's Canada's signals intelligence agency for 17 and a half years. I also taught linguistics at Carleton University in Ottawa, and even did two years of doctoral studies at the University of Toronto in the early 1990s. So I, I was kind of the the whole breadth of the term linguist. As a result, through much of my career and much of my non-career, my hobby, my passion, revolved around language. I love to talk about language. I like to read about language. And while I'm certainly not as up on as much as I used to be when it comes to linguistic theory, phonology, semantics, that kind of thing, I still find it quite fascinating. And one thing that I've always found fascinating, one thing that kind of drew me to linguistics many, many years ago in the first place, was language history. How, that, how words and, and meanings and sounds change over time. In fact, there's a whole subfield of linguistics called historical linguistics that does just that. Looks at written documents, looks at how people's speech patterns change over the decades and over the centuries. It's really quite cool. I want to focus today on, on semantics, on meaning. Here's a few examples from the English language. You all, I think, know the word silly. And I'm thinking that if I asked you to define silly in 2021, you'd say that silly means foolish. Or, you know, someone who's acting in a in a kind of funny kind of way. Well, did you know that silly used to mean happy? And silly used to mean someone that you would have pity for. Similarly, the modern English word girl, which refers to a young person of the female gender, used to refer to young people of either gender. And one last one, in modern English, the word hound is generally used to refer to a specific type of dog, usually a hunting dog. In actual fact, at one point it meant any kind of dog. And in fact, the modern German word Hund, der Hund, uh, is a cognate, it comes from the same root. So the word hound has narrowed in meaning over the years, as has the word girl and they bear not quite a one-to-one relationship to their former meanings. So so why am I bringing this up? Well, I keep coming across articles uh, online in a various variety of sources that talk about terrorism, call about terrorist acts and terrorists. And I often read these things, and and they make me stop because... I find the words being used in all kinds of way by all kinds of people. And you've heard me say it before. There's no consensus on what terrorism is. There's a, 200 definitions, at least, according to Alex Schmidt, who's a, a fellow fellow, if I can use that term, at the International Center for Counterterrorism with me at, in The Hague in the Netherlands. I'm not calling for consensus because that's impossible. In fact, in, even in language, there's, there's kind of an unwritten consensus as to what words mean, but there's no formal consensus. Dictionaries aren't formal consensus. Dictionaries are, are static documents. They don't reflect language as it changes in real time. But can we at least agree to agree to what terrorism isn't? So here's a couple of articles I came across. This is over the last couple of days online. The first is from uh, Times of Israel. And um, there's apparently a, a controversial thing going on in the West Bank. Of course, you know how controversial the West Bank is. Is it Palestine? Is it part of Israel? Blah, 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 blah. Well, the Palestinians, the Palestinian Authority, is undertaking a, uh, a project, and they're uh, basically they're expanding a road in, in the area that they control. Uh, and this road apparently is uh, cutting through a site which is known as uh, the Joshua Wall, it refers to a very very old Iron Age site, and this road has apparently, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, wrecked some of that wall. And some people are very angry about this. They're very upset and on the 26th of january uh, a local decided to call he says he uh, he saw what happened what the palestinian authority had done and he called it a terrorist attack so um let's unpack this shall we a bulldozer takes down a wall that was built 3000 years ago no one was hurt nobody died and that's a terrorist attack hmm interesting the second story comes from actually from the, from the national post which is a Canadian newspaper. Uh, and there's a student who goes to uh, Carleton University. He's a PhD student uh, in Ottawa. And um, he was arrested um, while visiting his homeland in Turkey last year. And he's been charged with promoting terrorism. And it turns out that uh, this, this student is gay. He is a member of the People's Democratic Party, or the HDP in Turkey, which according to Wikipedia is a, quote, pro-minority political party in Turkey, generally left-wing. The party places a strong emphasis on participatory and radical democracy, feminism, LGBT plus rights, minority rights, youth rights, and egalitarianism. And for his activities, this young man, and his name is, wait for it, his name is Jihan uh, uh, Erdal, Has been charged with terrorism because he attended a rally, which is against the Erdogan government. This is the government of President Erdogan, and the government now is, says he's a terrorist. For the record, the HDP is the third largest party in Turkey. It's a, it's a it's like the, it's like the NDP in Canada, left of center, not the government, but a significant party. So we have these two instances here where the taking down of a 7,000 or sorry, 3,000 year old wall and taking part in demonstrations against the government are both called acts of terrorism. And the participants are called terrorists. Uh, no. Sorry, uh, Jewish West Bank uh, settler. Uh, no, the taking out of a wall is not an act of terrorism. And no, President Erdogan and your other minions in your government, participating in a demonstration against your policies is not a act of terrorism. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It doesn't work that way. Can we please at least agree that certain things are terrorism and certain things aren't? I mean, what point is there talking about demonstrators as terrorists? What point is there talking about people who build roads as terrorists? This is absolutely ridiculous. These are not acts of terrorism. Being opposed to a government is not an act of terrorism, unless you use violence to overthrow that government. And yeah, that's an act of terrorism. Ergo, what happened on Capitol Hill to many was an act of terrorism, although it's much more complicated than that. Building a road is not an act of terrorism. Unless you deliberately blow people up when you're blowing up rocks. And I'm, I'm not going to take a position on a seven or sorry, seven, why keep saying seven thousand, three thousand year old Iron Age wall? I, you know, is it a, is it a great archaeological site? Yep. Is it used by some to justify that the Jews have been on, in Israel like since Adam met Eve? Yep. But building a road is not an act of terrorism. So can we please at least step back a little bit from this ridiculous use of the word terrorist? Like they say, when everyone's a terrorist. Nobody's a terrorist. Anyhow, that's what I think. As usual, there is your Hardy Boys word of wisdom. It comes from the Crisscross Shadow. I wonder who thought up of the titles for the books. Was it was the actual author? I don't know. These are kind of cool. Anyway, here's your, uh, your little bit of Hardy Boys advice today. Never trust a lawyer who looks more suspicious than his client. Yep, I'd go with that one, Frank and Joe. And of course, I want to recognize the... Uh, Pembroke Lumber Kings. This is their hat. This is their jersey. Both of which I got from my barber when I used to go to get my hair cut in Ottawa. And by the way, yes, I know my hair is long and the beard is getting kind of ZZ top in nature. I do promise I will get it cut soon. So what do you think about the use of the word terrorism? Is it being overused? Is it being ill-used? Is it being misused? Is it being abused? How many use can I put in there? deuse use Anyhow, i uh, love to hear your feedback. You can reach me on email borealisrisk at gmail.com or on Twitter at borealisafes. You can also find me on LinkedIn and on Facebook. If you like the content and want to get more, simply go to the webpage, borealisthreatenerist.com. Hit the subscribe button. You'll get a free daily digest of all the material to your inbox. You'll also find a button there to purchase my new book, The Peaceful Kingdom, A History of Terrorism in Canada, From Confederation to the Present. $25 Canadian plus $5 shipping and handling. Love for you to get a copy. I'll sign it free of charge. I'll talk to you again soon. Let me know what you think. Until then, stay safe.